plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. Happy Monday to you. A lot to get to on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked on Bengals. Subscribe on iTunes and Audioboom.com. Hopefully you had a lovely weekend. If you missed any of our podcasts last week, Jim Osarski, Cincinnati.com, joined us. We talked about Vontez Perfect and how healthy and how in shape he is with Jim Osarski and uh, so much more. So go back and listen if you missed any of our shows. And I, I want to start today, and it's almost a game. It's almost a game, and it, it's something I'm going to run by you, and I want feedback on Twitter. I want feedback on Facebook. If you got me on Facebook, also, you can email me, James Erpine at ESPN1530.com. And here's the thing. When you look at this Bengals team, and I thought they nailed the draft. Maybe missed in free agency, nailed the draft. So overall, you could call the offseason a, a success. I'd, I'd say a B overall offseason. Could have been an A-plus if you, you do your due diligence and keep Kevin Zeitler and or Andrew Whitworth. But the Bengals didn't, and, and th- this isn't about that. Let's move forward now. Let's look at the next group of guys, the next couple players that the Bengals need to decide on. And two come to mind right away. Vontez Perfect in a contract year. The other one, Tyler Eifert, also in a contract year after this season. What will the Bengals do? And I pulled up their stats here, and it's, it's really interesting because you look at Tyler Eifert, and everyone remembers 2015. Man, he had 615 yards, 52 receptions, 13 touchdowns, and he showed you. He showed fans, he showed the country why the Bengals picked him in the first round because he has that kind of ability. As a rookie, he played in his most games, 15 games, 15 starts. Since then... Well, it hasn't been as smooth sailing. He's only started 15 games since his rookie year. He's played in a total of 22. And starts, again, look at it as a start. They could be in a running formation, or they could be in a different formation and not want to start him. But ultimately, since his rookie year, and that includes 2015 when he played in 13 games, he's only played in 22 games since his rookie season, 37 total I don't know, guys. What would you do? Ultimately, here's what I would do. And it's the same thing with John Ross, and it was the same mindset. If you look at Tyler Eifert, no one knows him better than the Bengals. Medically, no one knows him better. No one rehabs with him more. No one sees him work out. No one's seen his injuries. No one knows Tyler Eifert as well as Tyler Eifert and the Bengals. The Bengals know him better than any other team in the league. Any other team. So, if you clear him and you think his health, overall health, projects to be, he projects to be relatively healthy four or five more years. He projects to stay on the field four or five more years. There's no chronic issues. There's nothing that down the line you're looking at like, man, man, he only has a year or two left and then this is going to happen. This is when you trust your medical staff. Because with John Ross, once the news broke that they cleared him, 
we all kind of knew he was in play at nine. Because the only question mark with John Ross, the only one, size, durability. That's it. Tyler Eifert is even more proven than that, obviously. Had a great 2015, shown he can be a, a weapon in the red zone and a very, very productive player, Pro Bowl caliber player in the NFL. The only concern is durability, is health, injuries. So this is why the Bengals pay their medical staff the money that they do. To one, evaluate Eifert, not only for next season, but for the next four to five. And if you think that Eifert, the rehab's going well, that everything's in line, and that he could be, could be healthy, he projects to be healthy, and there's nothing super serious down the line that could arise, again, it's a physical game, absolutely. But just project it. Is he healthy or is he not? If he is... I have no problem extending him now, depending on what you can get him for. I mean, I don't care personally what you can get him for, but if I'm the Bengals, you might be able to get a discount. I mean, the dude played in eight games last year. Eight. With 29 receptions. So, he's in his prime. He's a proven commodity. If the health team, if the medical team says, you know what, he's good to go, well, man, get him to sign on that dotted line. Because otherwise... If Eifert, if Eifert hits free agency and has a really good 2017 and then hits free agency, he's going to make a lot of money. A lot of money. I'm not sure the Bengals will be able to pay that. Or I'm not sure they'll want to pay that. And given their track record recently, Marvin Jones, Kevin Zeitler, Andrew Whitworth, Mohamed Sanu. And you might agree with the Sanu. I agreed with Sanu. Understood it. But I thought you had to keep one. They didn't keep either. I thought you had to keep one of Kevin Zeitler, Andrew, uh, Andrew Whitworth, Kevin Zeitler. They didn't keep either. So Tyler Eifert, especially with the Vontez Burfitt coming up for free agency as well, I would at least consider extending him now because I know he's an elite talent. And if, he, if you don't do that, I get it. But it comes down to the medical staff, their evaluations, and what they project for Eifert in the future. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. The, the other player is Burfitt. And Burfecht, his contract would be interesting to me because remember about a week, week and a half ago, Eddie Lacy of the Seattle Seahawks, he just signed a one-year deal in Seattle. And it, especially if you're on Twitter, there's a bunch of, there was a bunch of outrage because Eddie Lacy had to weigh in. And if he weighed 255 pounds or less, he got, I think it was 50 grand or $55,000 in incentive money and a bonus. And that's part of his contract, part of his motivation to stay weight, stay underweight and make weight and be healthy and be in shape. If I'm the Bengals, I would do that with Vontez Perfect. Yeah, I know. Vontez Perfect's a better player, and Vontez Perfect's great on the field, and he's one of the best linebackers. But he rarely has shown up to camp in shape. Now, this year, I've heard, and I saw him in the locker room, and we talked to Jim Ozarski, dude's in shape. Vontez Perfect is in shape. Coincidence that it's a contract year? I'm not sure. But I don't take that risk. I'm totally fine with giving Vontez Perfect a contract extension. Totally fine with it. But there are going to be some weight incentives in there to make sure that Perfect is still working hard, still keeps the weight off, and still does things necessary, especially because we talked about projecting long-term health. He's had some serious knee surgeries, very serious ones. And one thing that having extra weight 
does, it hurts your knees. So to me, it makes so much sense for Vontez, by the way, because he's like, oh, all I got to do is work out and I get this money? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Pretty simple. So, yeah, if you're Vontez, perfect. If you're the Bengals, in my mind, they're two elite talents, two building blocks. That's why I wasn't totally on board with the Bengals drafting O.J. Howard from Alabama. Yeah, the dude's really, really, really good, but could that be? Could the Bengals use that as an excuse not to draft or, or not to pay Tyler Eifert next year? Odds are O.J. Howard, with all of his physical skills, might not ever catch 13 touchdown passes in a season. Tyler Eifert has that potential when he's healthy. I know the proven commodity. I don't want him to leave because the Bengals took O.J. Howard. Just like I wouldn't want the Bengals to draft John Ross and not extend A.J. Green in the same situation. I like proven commodities. Tyler Eifert in his prime. If he projects to stay healthy, keep him. Vontez Perfect in his prime. If he projects to stay healthy, extend him. Andy Dalton's in his prime. He's got a contract. A.J. Green's in his prime. He's got a contract. Geno Atkins, still really, really good. Might be a little past his prime. Maybe not. He's got a contract. And now you have this youth movement that you brought in, all these weapons. Joe Mixon, who might be able to carry some of the load. John Ross, who might be able to carry some of the load. Josh Malone from Tennessee. I really like him. Tyler Boyd, obviously like him. If you've listened to this podcast, you know it. So they have a good mix of proven commodities that you want to keep that are still in their prime. And then they have this youth movement with these guys growing up. And they're going to grow up. And you hope that they're good right now and they continue to improve. Because if so... You're looking at a Bengals team that has a franchise quarterback. Love him, hate him, think he's okay like I do. Average Andy. Andy Dalton is still a really good quarterback. A.J. Green's one of the best wide receivers in the game. Geno Atkins, one of the best defensive linemen in the game. Vontez Perfect, one of the best linebackers in the game. And Tyler Eifert, one of the best tight ends in the game. I keep that core in its prime as long as the medical staff clears those guys, projects those guys to be healthy long term. Obviously, it's just a projection. That doesn't mean that you can't tear something or, or injure a ligament or break your ankle or suffer an injured rib or a concussion. Absolutely, injuries can still happen. But believe you me, doctors can look and say, ah, we don't like the way this knee looks. Ah, th- you see this cartilage right here? It's going to wear down more and more. I don't think he's going to be good in two years. He's probably going to get injured again and again and again. Let's, let's not extend him. I, I'm not a fan of it. They could say that with Eifert. Hell, they could say that with Vontez Perfect. He had microfracture knee surgery, I believe. I believe that's what it was. I would have to go back and look. I'm pretty sure that's what it was, though. So to me, hell yes, they're elite talents. Keep them. But trust your medical staff. That's why I was instantly on board with John Ross the moment they cleared him. That's what the medical staff is there for. And when you're talking about players like Vontez Perfect and Tyler Eifert, the last thing, I'm telling you right now, the last thing I want to hear is, yeah, but they're going to get a third-round compensatory pick. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man, no matter how you feel about Perfect and the on-the-field, the the off-the-field, hell, the dude hated me last year. As long as he projects to be healthy, the dude should get his money. He's the best defender on that team last year. He's a difference maker. He had more of an impact then anyone, anyone, that includes A.J. Green, that includes Andy Dalton, that includes anyone you want to say, Vontez Perfect, when he was on, had more of an impact than even A.J. And, I, and that's saying a lot because A.J. is the best player on that team. But you look at this team, you look at where they're at, what they have, 
you have to keep Vontez Perfect and Tyler Eifert if they project to stay healthy, remain healthy. And they'll have a franchise tag next year, which I honestly, I think they'll probably use it on one of them if they get it that far. Let's say Eifert's about to hit the market. Yeah, you franchise him. You franchise him, if he, especially if he had a good 2017, which I assume he will. Vontez Perfect seems poised as well. And, and you could make the argument that, oh, well, for motivation, let's not extend him. Let's not even open up, open up talks. But you have to understand that when you do that, if they have a good 2017, they're not going to sign before free agency starts. Did you really think Andrew Whitworth, 35 years old, been here his whole career, didn't want to see what was out there? Didn't want to see what was out there. Oh, I've been here so long. But I'm not going to pay attention to all these other contracts that I could get offered. I'm just going to stay here in Cincinnati. No, no, no. That's not how it works. So if you don't extend them this offseason and you wait for the season to start, you better be prepared for them to hit free agency. You better be prepared to use the franchise tag. That's why, to me, I'd get get them under the microscope. I'd let my medical staff look at them. They probably already have. Obviously, Eifert's still going through rehab right now, won't be on the field during OTAs. I think you consider extending them now. I wouldn't be mad at it. you got to trust your medical staff. You have to. I'm James Erpine, and this is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Hopefully your Monday continues to be great. We will uh, continue to discuss the Bengals offseason. If you have any questions, email me, James Erpine at ESPN1530.com. OTAs are beginning. We will get audio from organized training something. What, what, or, organized training activities. That's what it is. Oh, man. I don't think I've ever said that in a sentence. I always say OTAs, organized training activities. We will get audio from that. I will talk to players down at Paul Brown Stadium. You should subscribe on iTunes at audioboom.com on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked On Bengals. What do you think? Extend Eifert, extend Perfect, or wait? I want to hear from you. Until tomorrow, I'm James Rapine. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. (laughs) 